Hey Groovy listeners, welcome to the smooth sounds of 108.9 DT and Zach Saturday Chats. Take a load off, because for the next little while, I'm going to be your laid-back guide to all the things Saturday and all the things chat. I'm your host DT, and I'll be your co-pilot on this mellow ride. Just a heads up, our buddy Zach will be kicking back for a couple of episodes, but rest assured, the good vibes still continue. So whether you're sipping coffee or down in a 40, get ready to vibe with us. Let's roll. All right. So, hey guys, it's DT, and I'm here with my good friend, Shane. Hey, everybody. Um, so the first question I want to ask you, Shane, is um, can you share a bit about your background and what led you to openly express your identity as a Black trans man in Texas? Okay, yeah. Being, like I said before, you know, I grew up in Texas, born and raised here, um, and mostly all the people that I had around me in my circle was mostly my family. Like, my family were my friends and everything. Um, from a very young age, I knew I was uh, different. I was very outspoken. Um, I caught on to things early on, and when I figured out my dad was, you know, gay, I was like, oh, what is that about? And, you know, I noticed how I would act just like him because I looked just like him when he came. When I when I came out the womb, my mom was always looking, shaking her head at me like, she's like, you're going to turn out just like your dad. You're going to turn out just like your dad. And I didn't know what she meant by that. Now, fast forward now, trans. <laughs> <laughs> now, I did not trans, you know, transgender down here, transition down here. Uh, I moved to Philadelphia uh, in 2011 and uh went up there for school and everything and a, and a, and a now ex-girlfriend and slowly but surely I started coming to different communities of acceptance up there that I didn't really have down here unfortunately because this is a small town's hooks and that's when I began okay and see if I for myself I know um I, whenever I grew up, um, my family kind of already knew. I mean, I'm really, I'm a really feminine guy. And so, I, you know, I used to have a little twist when I walked. Like, I thought I was Beyonce when I was a kid. That's how it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, I wanted everyone to know, like, hey, I'm here. You know, I'm here, I'm queer, you know. <laughs> and, and that's was, the cool thing about queer kids. When we grow mm-hmm. up, we, we know, and we, they know they're queer. Like, we're not, we're un- unapologetic about exactly. it we like we love who we are and we're not going to be we're not going to be thrown back into the closet especially black black queer we're like we're not about to be thrown into the closet yes, that's um we're, we're that out here yeah uh-huh. and um because i wanted to say like you know i like you know when i converted came, i came out to my mom and things like that it was just kind of like a um duh. i was like okay well i'm just letting you know and so <laughs> And so I wish it's very obvious sometimes, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like, um, and I want to say like to like, I do appreciate that from my family. I do. I will say like I appreciate them for being really accepting of me because I know a lot of kids now even like, and I, I mean it's more accepting now. Like we're like miles ahead of what we used to be. Honestly, like not even ten so years. So far, ago. light year, like light yes, years, ahead. light years ahead of what happened. You My know, like what was happening back then. And yeah. I'm so appreciative of that. You know, and I really want every kid queer, like what under under the rainbow, any individual. You know, I want them to feel that acceptance. And I know, oftentimes, and you know, as much as I love being um, 
you know, as much as I love being black, I love being black. Um, you know, a lot of times, we you know, in our communities, we really don't get a lot of acceptance, you know? No, we don't. And, oh, we did not. And so, but there was also another thing that I also experienced, but I want, before I get into that, I want to ask you the second question. And um, what are some unique challenges you face as a queer individual in Texas, and how did you navigate those challenges? Oh, goodness. Um, it was just trying to, like, stand on my own feet when I uh, graduated from Hooks High, like I, I was at the podium and I told all my classmates, like, I hope you guys don't forget about me even if I forget about you. And I left, mm-hmm. that was it. So to stand on my, it was so hard to stand on my own feet. I had to find out who I was because I grew up uh, also, you know, being queer, but I also grew up on, you know, with, um, they never told me, I either had ADD or ADHD really bad growing up so being so having that as well like learning disability really put put me at odds with a lot of things so i felt like i probably was not going to make it to college i'm like fam they just they would put me in special ed classes so they were just like trying to just, you know keep go go ahead go ahead go ahead you graduate so i did not know so when i started like really really like becoming more accepting to a lot of people was when i got to uh Texas community college shout out you know um, I didn't graduate there. I transferred. That's before I transferred to Philadelphia. So I started doing photography more and more. And I made a lot of friends like that I still keep in contact with so much. And I'm so grateful that I met them because they opened my mind to a lot of worlds, like different things. Even though we're all, you know, we're all in this small town together, our minds were like, you know, in sync with a lot of things. We just wanted to do, we just wanted to see the world at a better place. And being like a queer like black uh photo editor on their newspaper like i was a photo editor on the new on the on on tesla canada college uh, uh newspaper oh awesome. like it felt it felt it felt like i found my place that i never found in high school no and like that's the thing like i i'm actually really happy to hear that like i'm, I'm happy to hear like you know um your experiences because i know for myself like i didn't um i've always like i said before i've always been feminine right um yes so i i definitely faced challenges growing up as far as like you know i remember like i like uh, i would always want to be friends with girls i literally just like i was so uncomfortable being around other guys because i felt like (laughs) see i was an opposite so we knew yeah see we knew (laughs) it's i felt like guys just were like not like for me i guess and like it, it, it sucked a lot too because it wasn't like like you know yes I was into makeup yes I was into breast dolls like you know um, but I was also really very mm-hmm. much into comics and video games and superheroes and things like that and I was even into anime back then and I mean like I'm getting actually back into anime now which I'm really proud of because it's like I don't know hey, it for a long period like of said, time. don't leave the blur don't leave the blurs behind <laughs> yes so if anything the anime that. community uh accept us even even more the black yes. anime community and um i was gonna say like even like my co-host he's not he's not gonna be here with us today obviously but i was gonna say like he is a gigantic blurred like i was like he um and for those that don't know blurred is like black nerd into the abbreviation but i was gonna say that um yeah he's really into dragon ball z He's really like into like all these other like oh yes Demon Slayer. He's obsessed with Demon Slayer, and I'm trying like I'm like I'm, I I want to go back and watch it. I've been um started I started watching um 
what is it called? Uh, My Hero Academia. And I'm on a second season now. And I'm That's actually, yes, I'm actually genuinely like obsessed with it. And I was like, I don't know why it took me so long to be back into it. I guess I was just so focused on like, I was just always focused on like dramas and comedies and things like that, like, you know, like live action things that I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking about like the actual uh, anime that's been created. And so I'm happy now that I started it this late because now I have an excessive amount of anime to watch because, you know, I, I one thing I really hate is like I'm an on-demand person when it comes to television. I like I feel like um, streaming kind of spoiled us because like now I want all episodes immediately <laughs> like at my hand. Like I, I don't want to have to wait a week or whatever. So I'm exi- I'm excited that I, I can actually watch like one, two, three, four, five, six seasons of a TV show. You know, and um, but yeah. So I'm gonna ask you this third question. Uh-huh. Um, could you discuss the importance of um, the representation of Black queer individuals in our community? And when I mean our community, I mean that's in the Black community. Oh, I couldn't hear you. Could you say that again? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I said, could you discuss the importance of representation for being um, for Black queer individuals in our in the Black community? Because, baby, we, we we're the backbone. We're at the bottom of the we're at the bottom. Trans queer people, Black people, like dark skinned people, mm-hmm. African Americans. Anybody that anybody color that look like charcoal a little bit lighter, and and <laughs> and every domi- and every domination, and it's queer. We're at the bottom, and we're basically holding everybody up. I believe like, we're that holding too. everybody up. So we have to. So so when we get represented, we don't need to. We don't need anybody making fun of us. Like we like we we we've been taking punches here and there. We like haha yeah, but the color of our skin. Like mm-hmm. it just always puts us, it always drops us down, and we need to excel. That they can say, "Yes, Queen, yes, King, yes, we we support y'all." Black Lives Matter. Saying it is one thing; doing something about it is another. Exactly. Out, we gotta move y'all out the way. Everybody light skin, everybody white. Y'all need to move out of the way. And, and like they said during all the protests, black people to the front, black queer people all the way to the front. Exactly, and I think that was something that I feel that wasn't really... I remember um, I was having this discussion actually with Zach. Um, This was off off the podcast. And I was telling him, like, you know, people, um, you know, like in our community, because if you go to the Shade Room comments, I know you've seen it. Um, Shade Room is extremely anti-LGBT. I don't and look at it. I just hear about it. It's disgusting. I just it, like, oh it, my god, it is, and that like, and the uh, the neighbor, the neighborhood yes, talk the or something talk. like that. Yes, I'm like, uh, oh my god, y'all. Worse than TMZ. And I'm like, okay, so let's post all this debauchery, but as soon as it comes to like a like a queer individual, just like, oh, they're gonna burn in hell. This this is not, you know, and like, oh, that's not right. It never fails. It it really like it genuinely like it confuses me because I'm like. You know, a lot of the fighters for the for like the um they were at the forefront um of the civil rights movements for black individuals. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were queer, you know, like no one talks about Malcolm X. Nobody like, no one talks about him being like bisexual, right? Nobody. Uh uh-uh. uh like, they like, won't bring that up. They never they bring, won't bring it up. That up. 
and he was one of the four fighters that everyone wants to quote him, but no one ever talks about like that side of him. Like it's they want, they want to, they want to, they want to watch the movie. They want to, they want to wear the X. They want to get the tattoos. I'm like, y'all don't know nothing about this man. Exactly. And what I do know about him, y'all, y'all want to drag him. Exactly, and I and I don't, um, I don't particularly like. I just I don't, I don't like it because I'm like, if we're gonna stand. For Black Lives Matter, that does not just mean the straight ones. It means like every person under the diaspora of being black. That means oh, not only African Americans. That means uh-huh. people that are from like that are like you know from Africa or things like that. Like black individuals, uh-huh. people that are from the Dominican Republic, Afro Latinos. That means them. That means you know gay black uh-huh. people. That means trans black like, people. That means like you. kind of like our people that are like um. Like, you know, disabled black people. That it means like everyone there we that go. is there identified go, as black. That's what that means. And I feel uh-huh. that as a community, the reason that we don't get along or we, we're not, not I don't want to say like, I'm saying it backwards. I feel that the reason that we have these issues in the community and the issues that we're having also outside of the community is because we are not bonded together. I do not like being like, it's them versus us, and it's our own community. I hate, I hate that. that. Yeah, I, I they do took, hate that. They took oh away a lot of black people's identity back in the day and made us go to go to their own religion, and probably took our who we really are away from us as well. Like the whole, the whole, you know, breaking them in back in the day the slaveries. And I hear all the men always talking about this and this and that. I'm like, what do y'all think they were doing to the women and the children? Exactly. Um, what do you think they, they were doing to the women and children? Like I even talk about this because I know I remember it was like a Facebook argument. It was so random. Um, uh-huh. My sisters were like got into it with a guy on social media. I think this guy was like older, like like he was like old, like he was older than me. This at this time I think I was like nineteen or twenty. Um, and he literally was um he was going off about something, and it came up on topics of like gay people and he was just like oh that's because of what the white man was doing to the black man and that's just, it's just stuck since then and I'm like that doesn't make any sense I'm like yes it does I'm like whenever you go back and look at there's a history book that I was like not a history book but a book from you know the past history that was talking about like how to in short like break down the black individual in short during uh-huh. slavery times like it's an old book and things like that and a lot of times they, what they would do they would sexually assault their like um the slaves the men they, they would try to de- like you know demasculate like you does it emasculate demasculate them emasculate and, and when it comes to that you know like i'm like those things are serious topics um but for this like i know that <clears throat> teasing for this i know it, it it becomes a um it becomes a topic of more that they were Assaulted. I'm not an individual who chose. Like, I'm the best one saying. Like, it's like it's, it's. I'm not an individual who's just decided. Like, you know, yeah, that's the reason why. Like, I didn't decide yeah. that one day that yeah, I'm gonna try to like. Um, excuse me. I'm gonna try to do. I'm just gonna try being gay. I feel uh-huh. like if, it, if it meant that I lived an easier life, if it was simply a choice. Thank I you. Would change it, right? But at the same Let's time, talk about it. right? Talk and, like, about it. and like, if it was that simple, it, like, it, you know, it's just, and I hated it. I like, I genuinely, and they, and they don't understand that. Like, why would I? Why would I grow up to be hated? Why would I grow exactly. up? I grew up to choose to be hated. If people can choose 
baby, if people already knew what was going to happen in this world, baby, everybody be white. I shit you not. We would all be white, the same color. Exactly. We'd all be white, male, white and male, white and male. We wouldn't have anybody. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't change because we see the hate. We see it. We're still here. It's never going to go away. And like I just came back to, like I said, I just came back to Hooks and got and got reminded why I left Hooks, Texas. I like, baby, uh, -uh. (laughs) it is so backwards down here. I know, like I um, I haven't like you know like so far I haven't really um, at least here recently. Besides the other day, I was gonna Uh say like I normally have been like fine, but I remember there was like one comment made in public about me. Oh, you know, baby. at first, normally everyone's like, you know, just turn the other cheek and things like that. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, I am not doing that. I'm like, I'm tired of that. I'm like, you know, I I can't. I'm like, I'm tired of being disrespected. I'm tired of being yeah. the... And we start. That's what I start doing more. I start whooping ass. I'm exactly. like, I'm not... When 2020 happened, baby, I was like, you know what? Say less. Exactly. And so let's see, what's the next question I can ask you? Because guess what? You're still full of testosterone. Baby, they don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) And no, I I say that all the time and people think I'm like, I used to fight in high school. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I did not let anyone like try to fuck me in high school. that may be a femboy that you got there, but last time I heard, they still got testosterone in their body. And uh, they they can probably throw you through a window. Don't play with them. Exactly. These people, they, keep, they keep thinking that queer people and trans people don't go to jail. <laughs> Sincerely. Um, we do, baby. Oh, so oh, the oh. next question I want to ask you is, what advice would you give to other Black queer individuals who might be struggling to find their voice and their, um, their voice and their identity in times like this in the South? Oh, don't give up, baby. Find, find online. If you got to go to discourse, there's too much stuff. Thank God for the internet. I know it can be this and that. But the internet, especially TikTok, I love TikTok because I'm just yeah. discovering things from all over the world. Like they, it this it has the, the internet has the power to bring us together so we can have these discussions and talk and look for like you know groups that we can be like um, accepted in or going through the same issue. We may find people like like I said, I did not know there was more going to be a, there's any more probably like trans people down here, and I and I heard about some friends of mine that that are transitioning that are still mm-hmm. in Texas. I'm like, oh my god, really? So mm-hmm. I was shocked. So I'm like, so I'm like, um, and I also got congratulated for that because they felt they were inspired by me. And I'm like, well, I thank you guys that because, like I said, if someone would have told me that I would be here talking to you, DT, about stuff that I went through and transitioning and helping other people like me, I was like, really? Like, because I'm just a goofy kid who was this class clown, didn't know whether they were going to make it out of hooks or not. Like, no, I would not I, believe I anybody. That. No, I, I, I thoroughly believe that for myself. Like, you know, even for myself, too, I, I think, like, um, I've, you know, I go to Beyonce's concert on the 21st. I'm really excited. Listen, everybody know me. <laughs> exactly. And you better be me, too. I, and I am. Me. I am. I've been practicing. <laughs> All right. And, um, and so I'm so excited to go there because I'm like, you know, granted, yes, I'm going by myself, but I'm, I'm sure I'm going to make friends when I'm there. I'm so excited, like, to be around, you know, queer blackness because, like, I've never, you know, we don't in the South, we don't have ballroom at least not here in Texas. Oh yeah. God, no, we don't. Sure if it was in Houston, there's probably ball. I know there's like ballroom in Houston. Yeah, you know, it's hard like, to find a black. 
it's hard mm-hmm. to find them sometimes because exactly. people want to be safe. So they don't give out the information because people want to be safe. They don't exactly. give out a lot of information on the rooms. Yeah. And I was going to even also say another thing too, because we have five minutes, but I'm going to try to rush this next part over. But I was going to say the one thing that I've noticed inside of, not, it's not even just like, you know, I, we talked about the, um, the, our, the black community, but also just in the LGBT, the things I've experienced and that as well, because uh-huh. it feels like you're catty cornered, you know, because yeah. yes, like you experience like the homophobia slash transphobia, um, or just in general, just queerphobia in the black community, but, but experiencing the racism inside of the LGBT is also something. That's, yeah, it's not that, gonna go like, nowhere. It's I'm so like tired kind of white men. I'm so tired of white men trying to try to put on a black scent. I'm like, first yes. of all, that's racist. I hate when anybody talk about a black scent. I'm like, what do you mean by black scent? Why why are you talking about that? Um, and I just be looking at a lot of uh, you know a lot of comedians. I love Trixie Mattel and I love mm. Katia as so much. But the other ones that have this like, oh no, you didn't, girl. I'm like, go somewhere with that. That's that's not how black women talk. They I, I love, say the same thing. They love trash and black people, but they love everybody loves pretending to be black. I've never seen so many black men or black uh, uh, white men, white men and black men and other people wanting to be a black woman. I see so many people with wigs on mm-hmm. on Facebook and and it's TikToks. And it's just like, oh, so y'all, but y'all won't give us give them their things, give us our flowers. Exactly. Y'all still want to be racist towards us. And like I say, say the same thing. Thing. like I say, as oh long as you're dark, as long as you're black, baby, they gonna treat you like you're black. And I, I always say, like, my favorite saying is, like, you know, everybody wants to be black until it's time to be black, you know. That's like, what Paul like Mooney said. Rest, rest in peace to Paul Mooney. He said that. Yeah, y'all all like, want to be this until you to be this. And then what they at? They want to run. They want to run. Eminem's exactly. still hanging around, thank God. Eminem's still hanging around. <laughs> and, uh-huh. like, I just, I know, um, it's just, like, it's just all those things that it just compiles up into one. And it's uh-huh. just, like... It can be really tough, but I want to also tell, like you just also said, that like there are people out there that are just like you, you know, and you just got to find your people. It's like, I know it's it's even me kind of hard for myself too, because like, you know, I have like, you know, I have my friends on the internet and things like that, but I was like, you know, it would be actually like really nice to have, you know, black queer friends in person, you know? Um, exactly. Because there are issues in our own like little sector too here, I feel. Well, in this particular, just like, and it's, it's really small town, so, you know, a lot of yes. things happen here, but I feel like we can Ooh, say that for so, the next episode. Yeah, we can, because we can talk about what that other thing that happened if we want to get to horror, because I love horror movies, and I've just discovered, like, the last couple of years that we also got a thing going on in Texarkana that we did, a lot of people don't know about. You know, a movie was based off what happened in Texarkana a long time ago. Oh, yes. The Town that Dreaded Sundown. Dreaded Sundown, yes. I was actually going to yeah. do an episode on that. And so yes. I'd love to have you back for that. Oh, um, you sure will. Like I said, I love horror. I love yes, horror. Yes, I do too. I actually really do too. Um, yes. We can, have, we can discuss that all day if you want to. Yes. Um, so the question I want to ask you is, what's the latest show you've been currently, you know, absolutely obsessed with? And um, I just want to know oh, that. It's surprising when I tell you. Oh, my God. Riverdale season seven. That's you it. know, I, it's so crazy because like I hear so many mixed things about it because I hear people who absolutely love it and I hear people who absolutely hate it. I haven't, I, I haven't, I haven't watched the other season. It's just that, yeah. <laughs> so I love I, that season. It's a standalone. It can, it can be a standalone season. That's how good it is. But I love that season. It's sad to see it go. I mean, it took all this time for 
you know, everybody to really get get back into it. But it was a really good season. That was a really good season. It was it was a heart it was a heart it pulled at your heartstrings because they talked about stuff like poly relationships. I'm like, oh my god, this is what y'all missing. Please keep talking about stuff like this. And see, that's the one thing that I was thinking too. Like, I think that um, oof, there's just so much. I was like, oh yes, that's another thing I want to talk about as well. I know. Don't worry. Yeah, write it down. Okay, yes. write it down. You, um, write it down. I'm gonna, come on, putting that. I'm putting that in my notes as we speak. Um, yes. But I was gonna say, but I wanna say thank you for coming on. And, oh, thank um, you for having me. Of course, of course. And it's like, it's really great hearing from you. And I definitely can't wait to have you back on here, I can. Oh, absolutely, DT. Thank you for, for having me. Thank you, for real. Of I course. enjoyed this. Enjoyed <laughs> this today. It's hot, I'm about to get back. I wanna give Shane a special shout out for not only Sharon's experience, but talking about like just different topics within the main topic that I think that are very vital, not only to just the queer community, but the black community and the intersectionality of both. And I want you guys to know that you can always send messages to us. I listen to them and I want to make sure that I amplify them, especially if it's topics that you feel aren't being discussed. I want to be the person that discusses them. I want to be, you know, the voice that can amplify it. I want everyone to be heard. Hey, DT. Shane here. Um, love what you're doing. I love anybody that's um, locally, you know, where I'm from, or close to where I've been at, and they're doing podcasts now. And I think that's a lot of, I think there's a lot of people nowadays just, just doing podcasts, but I like to see more queer black people do podcasts from the South. And that's what I was hoping that we can talk about is like growing up queer in a conservative area, but most of going up queer in Texas in a small town. Thanks for tuning in on this episode of 108.9 DT and Zach Saturday Chats. Remember, your stories matter and your voices make a difference. Keep sharing, keep caring, and keep those conversations going. Until next time, stay groovy.